Independent Community Bank, Three Rivers Bank. Now, here's the voice of the Flathead Praise, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome to Butte High School, as this is the very first time I've actually ever been in this gymnasium. Whenever Flathead has played Butte, it's always been the Butte Civic Center. And until this morning, I thought we were playing at the Butte Civic Center. Uh, so, real treat here. Got to see some of the uh, really cool nostalgia pieces of Butte High School. I mean, you walk up and down these hallways, and there are newspaper clippings from the 1900s. I mean, you've got the state champion football teams from 1902, which is in great detail. Uh, the history within Butte High School is definitely told on the hallways, as this game tonight will likely detail the history for whether or not the Planet Braves and Bravettes can find themselves a way into the state tournament. Again, tonight we'll decide that in a way. Not obviously, ultimately, will the Flathead Braves and Bravettes, if they lose, not make the state tournament. But this, these, both of these teams in must-win situations. This is, this is a must-win game for Flathead, both on the Bravettes and Braves. Just because you need to beat teams like Butte, you need to be able to beat teams like Glacier, you need to be able to beat teams like Helena, if you want to grab that fourth and final spot in the state tournament, because guess what? Uh, I don't think Capital, I don't think Sentinel, I don't think Hellgate are going to be giving up those spots, uh, one, two, and three. So you got to factor those three teams in there. So right now there seems to be only one spot up for grabs, and the Flathead Braves and Bravettes are trying to grab it. Again, pretty nice gym inside here. Uh, got big bleachers on both sides, plenty of space for the main court that's uh, at center, and at the same time, uh, you know, like the Bulldog logo at midcourt as we are also inside the Ross J. Richardson Memorial Gymnasium. As, uh, again, uh, Flathead right now, they're shooting on the uh, east end of the gym, while Butte is shooting on 
the West End Gym, or the uh, Butte Bulldogs shooting right now on my near side as I'm in the corner here of the Butte High School Gymnasium. Uh, last game out for the Bravettes, they, they lost to the Sentinel Spartans 49-36. At one point, they were trailing 31-12 at halftime, but outscored Sentinel 24-18 in the second half. Kennedy Cantor had 10, Jenna Johnson had 14, Maddie Moy had 5, Converse with 2, Winters with 2. Flatted Bravettes again, lost a, a tough one back in Kalispell back on January 17th, and Butte really kind of put Bravettes away early. But again, that was before they made changes uh, to their lineup and to how the rotations were going to come in. So I'm very curious to see how this changed lineup will see this Butte, uh, Butte team this time around and how they will challenge them going forward. As I mentioned, this is an opportunity for the Bravettes to try and climb out of the seventh spot. A little bit different this year. The last couple of years of the divisional tournament, uh, Flathead has found themselves in the seventh seed, and they have played Big Sky in the loser-out game the very next day. Well, guess what? This changes. Now with a full eight teams and a full deck, that means that Flathead, if they remain the seventh seed, would face the number six seed. So technically that could be a Butte. That could be a Glacier. That could be a Helena going forward. So... That's why these games are even more important. I'm going to tell you how these two teams stack up. Who has the statistical advantage coming into tonight's game? I'll tell you next year on the Viewers Bank pregame show on 600. KGEZ and FM 96.5. Here's Carol talking about her experience with Three Rivers Bank. My husband and I were interested in a home equity line of credit to remodel our house. And we wanted to do business with somebody that was local, that had ties to the community. And so after looking at several, I reached out to Ashley King at Three Rivers Bank. Besides having the best terms, the whole process was super easy. It took three days to get approved and now we've got a gorgeous new kitchen and a fabulous relationship. Three Rivers Bank, Montana. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Now, back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Iron Knock. All right, who has the statistical advantage tonight? Butte or Flathead as we are broadcasting inside the Ross J. Richardson Memorial uh, Gymnasium. <laughs> I just almost caught a basketball to the face. Um, the basketball would have had the statistical advantage over my face. Uh, statistically, uh, Butte has some better numbers at the moment. Butte right up there offensively. They're averaging 52 points per game, while Flathead is averaging 34. Defensively, Butte right now, they're giving up 47 points per game, while Flathead is giving up 50, and uh, Butte sits fifth. Flathead sits sixth. Again, defensively, I have liked the Brave Vets the last couple times out. They have taken some pretty good offensive teams and really challenged them. Sentinel is a prime example. Again, defensively, they were they, if offensively, if they could have made some more shots, they're in that basketball game, and defensively, they kept themselves in it. You only give up 49 points against a good Sentinel team. That's pretty good in my book. Again, they outscored Sentinel in the second half. So there's the, I think the defensive number is maybe a little skewed. Rebounds, flathead right now. This is a very, go ahead and just call this a draw because uh, right now both teams are being out-rebounded by teams by two and a half, so that's a draw. Uh, assists, uh, Butte has 13 per game so far. That's good enough for third. They have the advantage there. Field goal percentage, Butte has the advantage along with three-point field goal percentage, and that was the key in the last game between the flathead Bravettes and the Butte Bulldogs. Butte was able to make a lot more threes than flathead was able to and uh, we'll see if we can't try and find out those numbers as, again, that was a really big 
uh, aspect of that game against Flathead. Let's see if we can't find it here. Here we go. In terms of three-point shots for Butte, they were 12 of 28 from the three-point line. So, yeah, they are pretty good from the three-point line. That's going to be a big key as well. Defensive field goal percentage, the Flathead Bravets have the advantage there, 37 28%. That's going to have to play big roles tonight defensively as the Flathead Bravets. Again, they have the size advantage. Tallest girl for Butte is 5'9". They've got Rebecca Ecker. They've got Akila Kubi. They've got Matty Moy. They've got bigger wings. They've got Claire Converse. So they have to use their size to their advantage here this evening. So like I said, strengths uh, for Flathead, better defensive shooting, uh, better rebounding, Butte offense, defense, and steals. Again, Butte will press. We saw a lot of that press the first time around. Flathead is going to have to adjust to that and do a good job of it here tonight. Best players for Butte, Haley Heron, as well as Mackenzie Tutty. They are the leading scorers. They are inside the top 20 in the AA. That is how the teams stack up statistically. Coming up next, I'll give you my Three Rivers Bank, three keys to victory for the Flathead Brain Mets here on 600. KGEZ and FM 96.5. Qualifications and rules apply. See institution for details. Last play of the game, folks. And the snap drops back. Whoa, changes mind. Down the sideline. The 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Kassasa! Unbelievable! Did you see that? Kassasa! Not to be a buzzkill, but what's Kasasa? We're glad you asked that. Kasasa, it's a catchy word for earning cash. Free Kasasa checking rewards you in cash each month. Kasasa, brought to you by Three Rivers Bank of Montana, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Anthony Knockreiner. We are inside the Butte Gymnasium right now, the Ross J. Richardson Memorial Gymnasium. As I tell you, my Three Rivers Bank, three keys to victory for the Flathead Bravettes. Number three, they have to chase Butte off the three-point line. That is without a doubt. As I said, Butte made 12 of 28 threes in that first meeting between Flathead and Butte. Flathead's got to chase these girls off the three-point line, force them to go inside, where, again, Flathead has the size advantage. Number two, eliminate the silly turnovers and fouls as well. As I got a basketball here. Got to love that. That's, again, part of the action, part of the experience. When you get basketballs going your way. Um, but, again, eliminate the silly turnovers, communication. Uh, Brain Vets have to continue to get good communication along in their offensive plays, along in their offensive sets, and defensively. Do not let Butte run past you. And, again, make sure when you see the press, this is where that communication is key. Make sure your people are in the right place and they know where they're supposed to be. Number one. Dominate the boards. Flathead, we know, has struggled offensively this season in the shooting department. So, again, I want to see him take shots. Do not limit your shot taking, but if you're going to take those shots, you better be winning the offensive rebounding battles. And against a smaller, undersized team here this evening, Flathead needs to win the boards. If they want to win this game tonight, it will be because they win the boards and they win the glass. Those are your Three Rivers Bank three keys to victory here on the Three Rivers Bank pregame show. Uh, again, uh, playoff scenarios here for the Flathead Bravettes, and I'll get into this as well with the Flathead Braves. Right now, both teams sit in the seventh spot. So right now, Flathead would take on Hellgate, because Hellgate would be the number two seed. Hellgate is, and Flathead will play tomorrow. Unfortunately, we will not be able to cover that game for uh, tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon, as we are moving. And so when moving equipment, uh, we wish we could do the game. I really didn't want to do the game, but we are moving, and once we get into the new building, we want to get things set up 
so that we get things rolling into next week and we are prepared for Crosstown next Friday. So again, uh, seventh spot right now, the girls would play Hellgate, the boys would play Capital. You don't want to try and set those up. you got to get yourself in a position. And if I'm the Brave Heads, I want to rematch with Glacier. I want to play Glacier a third time. So that, and, and for the boys as well, they've played close games. I think it can go their way this time around in the postseason. So that would be the biggest thing I would look for for the Flathead teams to try and get themselves out of this seventh spot, either climb into the spot where it's four and five, or try and set it up to where you can try and grab a win against your rival perhaps and uh, give yourself that opportunity. Because uh, like I said, it's different this year. They are going, whoever, is, uh, whoever loses, depending on how it falls, It'll be one, say the top four teams advance, five will play eight, six will play seven. So Flathead, if they sit in the seventh spot, will likely not see Big Sky in that lose drought constellation. More than likely, they would see a Butte, uh, a Glacier, or a Helena High in that lose drought constellation if they don't win their first round game. So that's going to be a big key here tonight. Again, they want to try and climb out of that spot, try and get out of that seventh spot, and that's why it's big tonight. A must win for the Flatheads, both teams, to try and set themselves up successfully for the playoffs. That's going to do it for us here on the Three Rivers Bank pregame show. We're going to send it back to the studio as they play the national anthem. When we come back, we'll have the Westwood Bound Real Estate Starters. You're listening to Braves Basketball on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. Now you're ready for some Brave Heads action. Thanks to the Three Rivers Bank pregame show. Stand by for the tip-off coming up next. Hello, it's Blake again with Builders First Source. Don't miss out on our winter clearance sale. All in-stock cedar boards are 15% off. Gelled one vinyl window package, six windows, $700. Midland garage doors, two 8x10 white insulated doors with hardware, $900 each. One 12x14 brown insulated door, panels only, $900. Stop by Builders First Source today at 41 West Reserve Drive or call us at 752-WOOD, where wood is good. This is Greg Ellingson, General Manager of Flatted Farm Mutual Insurance Company. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me tell you over and over the story of locally owned Flatted Farm Mutual. You want to hear more about basketball, right? Okay, basketball was invented in 1891 by James Naismith. The first game score was one to nothing. It took a long time to get that ball out of the peach baskets. Backboards were installed in 1896. Enjoy all of Flathead and Montana State Bobcat sports. It's Montana home-based Flatted Farm Mutual Insurance located in Depot Park Square in downtown Kalispell. An Army-Navy salute to Whitefish Winter Carnival 2020. And Army-Navy is also saluting their great customers with an extra 20% off store-wide, no exceptions, through February 15th. That's an extra 20% off, no exceptions, at both stores, Kalispell and Whitefish, through February 15th. Prepare to save at Army-Navy. Kalispell and Whitefish. And now, the Flathead Braves on 600 KGEZ. Whether away or at home, you're always connected to our Flathead Braves and Bravettes. Now, from the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth, here's the voice of the Flathead Braves and Bravettes, Anthony Knockreiner. All right, time to get to our Westwood Bound Real Estate Starters. For the Butte Lady Bulldogs, coached by Maury Cook, they are 7-7 seven and seven on the season, 4-6 and six in Western AA Conference play. Number four, Mackenzie Tuddy, a junior, standing 5'7". Number five, Grace McGrath, a senior, standing 5'4". Number 12, McKenna Carpenter, a senior, standing 5'8". 
Number 24, Trisha Erickson, a senior, standing 5'5". Five five. Number 32, Haley Heron, a senior, standing 5'8". Those are your starters for the Butte Lady Bulldogs. Now for the Flathead Bravettes. Number 5, Maddie Moy, a freshman, standing 5'8". Number 12, Akila Kubi, a freshman, standing 5'9". Number 14, Jenna Johnson, a senior, standing 5'7". Number 15, Claire Converse, a sophomore, standing 5'9". And number 34, Molly Winters, a junior, standing 5'10". We will see a lot of Bridget Crowley as well tonight as Maya Adder is out with illness. So we expect to see a lot of Bridget Crowley. Again, Bridget, one of my favorite players on the Brave Vets roster for toughness as, uh, again, one of the toughest people you'll find at Flathead High School. Nice little production here for the Butte Lady Bulldogs as uh, they make introductions here. Eight minutes on the Gardner scoreboard here as Flathead Brave Vets again with Akila Kubi, Rebecca Ecker, Molly Winters. They have got to feed the post. They've got the size. They have the advantage. So, I look back to the game against Big Sky where we saw Molly Winters, we saw Keela Kubi, we saw multiple players with five-plus points, and they got some good looks at the basket. Molly Winters with another opportunity here to establish herself in the post. I like the way she's played. She's got a couple of steals every time she's played so far in the starting role. So, a lot of things I like so far, but again, trying to get uh, Molly Winters the ball in the post is going to be a big key tonight, and trying to do it by spreading out this smaller lineup. Now, again... There is some speed here, so got to watch for that. But, again, the biggest thing on the defensive end for Flathead, chase these Bulldogs off the three-point line. Do not let Butte get hot like they did the last time, 12 of 28 from the three-point line. We get ready for the Shadow Enterprises tip-off. Kila Kubi in there with McKenna Carpenter, and it'll be Kubi who wins the tip-off for the Brain Vets as they are moving left to right on your radio dial. And we'll see Butte moving right to left. Clear Converse, chest-high pass to Maddie Moy into the right wing. Lob pass to Converse. Oh, nice job as she goes from the left block two feet outside of the rim. Clear Converse, again, good start. Like to see that here for the Bravettes. Right now the basketball is to Haley Heron. Heron pitches it out to Carpenter in the far corner. And she'll dribble it twice. Chest-high pass. Now quickly back to Tutty. Now back to Carpenter on the bounce pass. She'll look into the corner to Heron. Heron now dribbling. She comes to the near blocks, and she was going get to get a lot of action here. She almost loses the basketball, and it will stay with the few Bulldogs as it was knocked out of bounds by Akila Kubi. Again, good deflection and good job defensively getting those hands up trying to steal that basketball. Tunny, long inbound pass. That is out to McGrath. Now kicks out to Carpenter for three. That's short, but the rebound goes to Heron. Now she kicks it back to Tutty, goes in the right block, and that ups up the foul and two free throws. And that foul, I think, is going to be on Akila Kubi. And it is. Akila Kubi's first personal, as we'll see Tunny go to the line to shoot free throws. Tunny, a 55% free throw shooter on the season with 7.06 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard as Tutty makes the first free throw. Second free throw coming from Tutty is good, so she makes both. Right now, 2-2 is the score between the Bravettes and the Bulldogs. As Flathead now, seeing that look at that court, full court press here from Butte. Bear Converse gets it into the half court on the right side. Now dribbling the ball to the right front court. Now going off the dribble, kicks it out to Maddie Moy in the right wing. 
She'll look inside, back to Malley, went through top of the key. Out to the wing on the left side to Claire Converse, who looks inside to Keila Kuby. Keila Kuby kicks it back out to Johnson, top of the key. Three is good for Jenna Johnson. 5-2 now, the Bravettes leading the Bulldogs. Here was 6.34 to play. McGrath, one-handed pass out for Tutty. She has to catch it with one hand. Ball still loose, and it's on the floor, and we are going to have, I think, a jump ball. Jump ball, and that is the case. Possession arrow favored the Bulldogs, so the possession arrow now favors the Bravettes. And so good defense by Claire Converse and Molly Winters going after the ball. McGrath, she swings a pass out to Tutty. Tutty goes to her left, now inside, into the corner. That's the Carpenter, now back out to Tutty. Chest high pass to McGrath to the top of the key. Now swings it back to the left arc to Tutty for a three. And McKenzie Tutty, with all the points for the Bulldogs so far, there's that first three. And again, flatted. That's the first one. Can't give up too many of those tonight against this high-shooting, three-pointing team from Butte. Claire Converse spins to her left, dribbles to her right now, ball into their hip, now kicks it back to Moy. Moy goes to her left, kicks it down low to Kuby in the right block, and she's going to lose the basketball, and that is going to be a travel and a turnover there for the Bravettes. 5.47 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard, 5-5. Blada and Butte tied up. Tutty gets the inbound pass to McGrath. Now looking at Carpenter. Carpenter, she just tosses up a layup, and that's easy, too easy, as McKenna Carpenter gets her first points of the game. Gila Kuby now dribbling up the near sideline, dribbling to her right, looks back to Moy. Moy dribbles to her left, and now she'll kick it to Claire Converse, whose pass is going to be stolen away, and that's going to be stolen away by Erickson, and it's going to be a nice, easy pass out to Tutty, and a foul and a couple of turnovers now for the Bravettes, and this is not the way they want things to go. Again, turnovers, I talked about a key of the game today. they got to make sure they eliminate those as much as possible. Tutty will go back to the line to shoot free throw. She's already got five points for the game. First free throw is up and good. So much for that 55%. She's three for three so far. McGrath will check out along with Erickson. We will see McCall McCarthy as well as Cody Hoagland check into the ball game. Tutty's second free throw, nothing but net. 9-5, now the Bulldogs leading the Bravettes here. Maddie Moy looks quickly over to Claire Converse. Claire dribbling now to her right as she goes into the left wing, kicks it back out to Moy, top of the key three. She'll dribble to the right arc, looks to Johnson into the corner. And we've got a three-second violation, and again, multiple turnovers here on these last four possessions for the Bravettes. 5 11 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. We're going to see Kennedy Cantor check into the ball game. Maddie Moy will check out. Kennedy Cantor had 10 points in her last game against Sentinel. Tutty will inbound to Carpenter and right underneath her basket. Now Carpenter runs up the far sideline. Long pass across the court to Tutty. Now inside to Heron. Heron puts up a tough shot. Nothing but air on that one. Basketball on the ground. And it's going to be touched by Jenna Johnson as she tried to grab the basketball. Butte will keep it. Tutty will inbound right underneath her basket. Long pass out to the top of the key. That's out to Heron. Heron now looking for a teammate. Finds McCarthy in the left elbow. Now kicks it back out right arc for McKenna, McKenna Carpenter. Her three-point shot will not go. It's Cantor with the rebound and quickly gives it off to Converse, who is guarded by Hoagland. Cantor looks inside to Kuby. Kuby's shot is up and good off the glass. On the right blocks. 
9-7 now. The Bulldogs leading the Brave Ets. Carpenter facing a lot of pressure in the front court. Now looks quickly to Heron. Heron shot off the left side of the rim, but McCarthy right there to grab the rebound. And a foul. And that's going to be a push. Again, right there, the Brave Vets need to win the rebounding battle. That is an opportunity with three Brave Vets right there. McCarthy never should have came away with it. McGrath checks back in. As we see Carpenter and Tutty have a, seat, have a seat, Erickson back in the game as well. Heron dribbling in to the paint. Now kicks it back out to Hoagland. Hoagland hands it off to Heron. She gets to the right, blo- right blocks, and that's a shot is up and good off the glass. She gets her first points in the game. It opens up a four-point lead for the Bulldogs now. A 4.07 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Butte leading 11-7 here in the first quarter. Ball is on the floor, and Cantor able to save it. Cantor, long pass to the corner. Jenna Johnson fires from three. That one off the right side of the rim. And Cooley is going to put up a shot. And it'll be a foul. Cooley going to the line to shoot free throws. You got to push two free throws. Didn't catch the number. And that is going to be on Haley Heron. And so, Cooley. Oh, no, they're going to say... Oh, okay, I thought we were shooting free throws. I guess it's not. A, it wasn't in the act of shooting. Claire Converse gets the play from Coach Dean as Rebecca, Rebecca Ecker checks into the ball game. Now, again, Rebecca Ecker, the tallest girl on the floor of both teams. Kubi is the intended receiver, but Ecker able to come up with a save. Tandy Cantor takes Erickson off the dribble left side, now brings it back in a double dribble on Tandy Cantor in a turnover. Again, that is tough as multiple turnovers here. Brave at have been able to get a one shot, and it's been a, you know they've been able to get a couple shots up here in these last few possessions, but multiple turnovers here in the first quarter already can't do that. Erickson now looking back quickly out to McGrath, quickly looks to Hoagland in the right front court. Hoagland fakes it now back to the mid court as she looks to McGrath, back to Hoagland in the left wing, looks to Heron, check that McCarthy, and she'll pass it back out to Carpenter. Erickson thinks about taking a long two, she won't pass it back to Carpenter for three, and it's good. McKenna, I thought that was McKenna Carpenter for the three. That's what I've got as Hoagland will knock the ball away right now, 313. It has been a 7-0 run here by the Bulldogs. Here is Flatted trying to answer offensively, and it's going to be almost turned over once again. Claire Converse and the Flathead Brave Vets trying to feed the ball into the post yet, but so far, Butte has done a nice job crashing the intended targets of the passes. Hoagland will check out. McCarthy will check out as well. Right now, the main five back in for Coach Maury Cook. Claire Converse trying to find an open teammate, finds Kubi. Now into the right corner. Kubi dribbling, guarded by two, and she is going gonna to have a foul. And that is going to be on Jenna Johnson. So Butte has the basketball once again, another empty possession. McKenna Carpenter is going to have that one. Oh, I thought that was a kickball, but either way, Kendi Cantor comes away with it. Claire Converse, now the one out in front, she has to run it down, able to do so, and she'll get the ball into the left arc. Dribbling in her right hand, pebbling it twice, now looks over to Jenna Johnson into the corner. She's got a good look for three. That's short. Jenna Johnson almost grabs the loose ball, and Erickson is able to come away with it for Butte. Long pass for Tutty. Now a bounce pass over to McGrath, and she's going to the line to shoot free throws. 
right now. Flathead playing like they're on their heels at the moment, as right now Flathead's got to try and find some offensive mojo. 14-7 right now, Butte leading the Flathead three vets, and this kind of feels like a similar script from the first time around. McGrath misses the first free throw. As these free throws are brought to you by our good friends at McDonald's, check out their three locations, Evergreen along the South, near the fairgrounds in West Kalispell, near the Hunt Ranch Plaza. They are owned and operated by the John Key family. McGrath's second free throw is good. She gets her first point of the game. It's a 15-7 ball game right now as Kinsey Cantor is... Nope, that's going to be Maddie Moy who checks in for Claire Converse. Becca Ecker will inbound. She'll look to Cantor, back to Moy. As right now, Flathead trying to find an answer offensively. Need to end this run here. So far, an 8-0 run by the Bulldogs. Look inside to Akilah Kubi. Nice pass inside from Kenley Cantor to Akilah Kubi. Nice way to end the run. 15-9 now. It's back up to a six-point lead for Butte. As Hoagland looks inside to Heron. Heron gets into the paint, and we got a foul. And it's actually, no, a travel call on Haley Heron. And so, again, good defense there. Shutting down the lane as Haley Heron wanted to try get an easy look here on the near box. Rebecca Ecker, she looks quickly to Johnson, back to Ecker, and Rebecca is going to dribble it twice, looks to Keila Kubi. Got to get that ball across the midcourt stripe. Don't have all the time in the world, and now they get it across to Kennedy Cantor. She dribbles to her left, now looks to Maddie Moy in the left arc, back to Cantor in the right arc, dumps it down inside, but that's stolen away by McKenna Carpenter as they were trying to get that one in to Keila Kubi. 148 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. 15 to 9. Butte leading here is a shot from Carpenter. No good. And Butte comes away with the offensive rebound. Now Hoagland fires from the corner three. That one is no good either as Tandy Cantor tries to grab the rebound and a foul by McGrath and Hoagland. And that's going to be McGrath who picks up her first personal. Right now, team foul situation. Flatted with four. Butte with two. 15 to 9. Butte leading the Brave Vets as we will see a full court press. Long pass going for Kennedy Cantor on the run. Has to slow down and it's going to be a foul and that's going to be on Hoagland. Cody Hoagland called for the foul. Be her first personal third team foul for Butte as we are going to see McCall McCarthy check in for Grace McGrath. Maddie Moy Little inbound, trying to find an open Bravet, looking into the corner, goes over to Rebecca Ecker, quickly out to Cantor, she spins to her left. Cantor fires up a three, that one hits the back iron, and we got a foul, and it's free throws for Kennedy Cantor. Didn't see who the foul was on. And it'll be Hoagland's second personal, that's two quick fouls right there for Hoagland. These free throws brought to you by Flooded Farm Mutual Insurance, where there are no corporate interests involved. They are owned by the policyholders, so they exist to serve their members. Call 752-7500. That's 752-7500. Kenny Cantor's first free throw, no good, but her second is. So right now, 15-10. to 10. Again, good job by the Brave Vets, not panicking. But again, the turnovers, there was a stretch there. About four out of the six possessions, they had some turnovers, so... Again, trying to avoid those kinds of trends in a basketball game. 15-10. Kennedy Cantor with a chance here to make it a four-point deficit for the Brave Vets on the third free throw, and it is nothing but net for Kennedy Cantor. 15-11 to right now. Butte leading the Brave Vets with 1.30 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard here in the first quarter of this doubleheader here tonight at Butte High School. <laughs> 
Hoagland guarded by Eckert. Now almost stolen away by Kaylee Cantor as Cantor almost had that one and could have been off and running. And uh, Coach Kyle Sampson in the building, Montana Tech head football coach now, former Flatted Braves football coach, as McKenzie Cuddy with a wild shot from the right blocks. It does not go. It goes right off the left side of the rim. Molly Winters able to get through the traffic and pull it down. Flatted with the basketball with 60 seconds to go here before the end of the first quarter. Kennedy Cantor dribbling to her left. Looks over to Mati Moy. Moy inside her back Ecker. Her shot too strong. Molly Winters tries to come away with it. And Matty Moy able to save it. Flatted with another opportunity. Jenna Johnson for a corner. Three. That one. Oh, rims out. Ecker tries to grab the rebound. We'll see what the official calls. And it seems like it will be it will be flatted basketball. 43 seconds to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. Again, Jenna Johnson, she's been shooting. And i got to imagine those are going to come down as Kennedy Cantor. With the ball over her head right now, looks into the corner. Johnson again for three. That one off the left side of the rim. And it will be Cuddy who grabs the rebound. <clears throat> 32 seconds to go here before the end of the first quarter. Hoagland here in the near corner. Chest high pass to Carpenter. Carpenter going to walk this one back a few steps. And she'll bounce the ball between both hands. Looks like a bounce pass to Tutty. And right now in the middle of the court. Tutty back to Carpenter. Chest high pass back and forth between Carpenter and Tutty. Now looks to McCarthy. Eight seconds to go here. Carpenter for three. That one is good. And McKenna Carpenter keeps making the Bravettes pay from the three-point line. And that's going to do it here for the first quarter. 18-11. to 11. The new Bulldogs lead the Bravettes at the end of one on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. Hey, this is Josh at Parkside, and I'm right here with Dorothy from the Kalispell Education Foundation. The Kalispell Education Foundation funds innovative programs to enhance the education of Kalispell public school students. Monetary awards are given based on creativity, sustainability, and the number of students served. We believe a quality education strengthens our community by investing in our most important resource, our children, and their future. The Parkside Partner Program. We say yes to local nonprofits. Glacier Wholesalers is a staunch supporter of the Flathead Braves and Bravettes and a member of the Flathead Booster Club. So even though Glacier Wholesalers provides many local restaurants, convenience stores, schools, churches, and doctor's offices with food, candy, paper products, jerky, and a, a plethora of cleaning supplies, unless you're the owner or the person who orders all these things, advertising is probably moot. They just want to support the Flathead High School Braves and Bravettes. Go Braves, go Bravettes from Glacier Wholesalers. Now, back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth at Iron Knock. Flathead Bravettes trailing 18-11 to 11 here to start the second quarter, but the Bravettes with the basketball as Carpenter hit a three at the end of the first. Claire Converse can't hold on to it, and the Bravettes will turn it over. And Butte will get another opportunity. Jenna Johnson will get ready to check into the ball game. Claire Converse checked out. Jenna Johnson in now. Again, flatted. Got to try and cut down those turnovers. Quick pass to Tutty. Now out to the corner. That's out to Heron. Heron looking inside now. That's to Erickson. And that's going to be Matty Moy with the steal. Matty Moy throws it over to Cantor. Cantor now bouncing it to her right. And she'll look back to Moy. Moy goes right baseline, pulls up 12 feet. That's too strong. And it'll be McGrath who grabs the re- Check that. That's Tutty who grabs the rebound for the Bulldogs. Long pass into the front court. 
on the right side is to Erickson. Erickson will fire up a three. That's too strong. Molly Winters tries to grab the rebound. It'll be Carpenter who saves it. And Erickson does a nice job pump faking and an easy basket. Patricia Erickson. 20 to 11 now. Butte opening up a nine-point lead over the Bravettes. Maddie Moy dribbling to her left. Long pass to Kennedy Cantor. Faking it to Jenna Johnson. Guarded closely by McGrath. Looking to Johnson. Pulls up 12 feet. That's too strong. Back into her own hands. Shot up. That won't go. And it'll be off the hands of Heron and Carpenter. And Flathead will keep the basketball with 6.54 to play here in the second ha- second quarter with the Butte Bulldogs leading 20 to 11. Inside to Eckers. She rips it away. Tough shot. That one's going to rim off the front side. And Carpenter grabs the rebound for Butte. And here come the Bulldogs. Carpenter chest time pass to McGrath into the corner. Looks inside to Heron. But Jenna Johnson with the steal. Johnson now on the run. Two on one. Johnson's shot is up, and the basket counts. No. They call the a foul. They called a foul on Flathead, and so the basket does not count. I I just don't know where the foul occurred. Jenna Johnson was the only one over there. And the basket didn't count. So, either way, 6.30 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. 20-11, to 11, Butte leading flathead as we'll see Bridget Crowley come into the ball game. Cantor has her second personal. And Molly Winters will check out. Tuddy looks to Erickson. Erickson quickly over to McGrath. McGrath long pass back to Erickson. Guarded by Cantor quickly. Bounces inside to Heron. She'll pull up from the left elbow. That shot's too strong. Cantor for Flathead grabs the rebound, pulling it down. Erickson right underneath her. Maddie Moy operating as the point. Looks back to Cantor, dribbles to her left, kicks it out to the corner to Jenna Johnson as she tries to work her way inside. Tough shot. That won't go. Kumi with the putback, but she's fouled. And she'll go to the line and shoot two free throws. Erickson called for the foul. Kubi bounces it twice, sends up the first free throw, and that one is off the mark. Again, uh, the Kennedy Cantor went two for three on her last time out for the free throw line, and Kubi shot off the glass. And Butte will keep the basket. I don't know what exactly happened. Is it was no foul call, but I guess it was a jump ball favoring Butte. But Maddie Moy with the steal in. Oh, Maddie Moy can't get that one to go in. The basketball just taking a little bit of a left turn as it hits the front of the rim. Trisha Erickson long pass out to Tunney as Butte has the basketball. And it should be a foul on the floor. I don't know how that's two shots, but either way, Keila Kubi is going to be the guilty party. So Tony will go to the line to shoot free throws. Rebecca Ecker will Rebecca Ecker and Claire Converse will check into the ball game as Tuddy misses the first free throw. She's gone four for four to start. Here is Cantor and Kubi will check out. Kubi with two personal fouls, Cantor with two as well. We're gonna see Tyler Cleary in the ball game as well as McCarthy. Tuddy makes that last free throw. She's got eight for the game. Opens up a 10-point lead now as the Bulldogs lead the Bravettes 21-11. to 
Jenna Johnson with a layup. Nice look for Jenna Johnson. Jenna Johnson tries to steal it. Oh, and they call a foul on Jenna Johnson. And Bravet's coaching staff kind of wondering on that one as Jenna Johnson was never touching her. They say he got her with the elbow. And they are in the bonus, so Haley Heron will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. That's a tough call to make there, in my opinion. Heron fires up the first of the one-and-ones. That's a miss, but Carpenter grabs the rebound. She'll look to Tutty. Tutty back as that one's tipped away to McCarpenter. Maddie Moy with the deflection on that one. Tutty looks over to McCarthy. She sends a long pass to Carpenter. Carpenter goes inside to McCarthy once again, kicks it back out to Erickson. Her shot is going to be blocked, and Coach Trisha Dean asking for an explanation as to why that's two more free throws for Tyler Clary. Right now, eight team fouls for the Bravettes. Five team fouls for the Bulldogs. Clary's free throw is good. Clary sends up the second free throw, and that's nothing but net. Right now, 23-13. to Butte opens up a 10-point lead once again over the Bravettes. Claire Converse goes inside, looks back to Moy. Moy fires up a three. That one's nothing but net. She scorched that one. Maddie Moy gets into the box score. 23-16 to now. Five minutes to play here on the Gardner scoreboard here in the second quarter. 23-16. Butte Bulldogs leading the Bravettes. Heron looks inside, and that'll be out to, I'm sorry, that's McCarthy who was looking to Heron. But now Jenna Johnson with the basketball, able to save it. She'll give it to Claire Converse. Converse dribbling up the middle of the court. Have to look out as Clary trying to get involved and try and pickpocket Claire Converse. Boy, long pass into the corner to Johnson. Johnson trying to go in to the lane, and they're going to call a foul. And that'll be McCall McCarthy who picks up the personal. 23-16, as we're going to see Erickson and McGrath check back into the ballgame. Tutty, as well as McCarthy, will have a seat for Coach Mari Cook. Claire Converse, long pass out to Jenna Johnson. She goes to the top of the key, back to Converse in the left wing. Converse having to reach for that one, using all of her wingspan to grab it. Converse looks inside to Ecker at the free throw line. Kicked out to Jenna Johnson from the corner, and we've got a... Foul or lane violation against the Bravettes. So another lane violation. Three of those are already here in the game today. 4.17 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Erickson swings a pass over to Heron, and they are going to call a foul. And that is going to be on Rebecca Acker, and Heron will go to the line of shoot free throws. Coach Trisha Dean is going to call a timeout here with 23-16. to The Butte Bulldogs leading the Planet Gray. That's with 4.13 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. This timeout brought to you by Builders First Source, supporting Braves and Brave Vets basketball this season. Nation's largest supplier for quality building products you require. From cabinets, decking, siding, they have it all. Builders First Source, 752 Wood. Lauren's Otter, pair proud sponsor of Brave Vets Basketball on 600 KGEZ. They're home to the Valley's best mechanics, and if your vehicle's giving you trouble, bring it to Lauren's Otter, pair 
right behind Fat Boy's Bar and Grill. Coming out of the timeout is Mountain West Co-op. They support the Braves and Brave Vets all year long. They are Kalispell supplier for feed, propane, gas, and much more. Whatever makes your farm go round, you'll find it at Mountain West Co-op. Four thirteen to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Keep you in mind, fans, we'll have the Braves uh, boys basketball game after this one. So don't turn that dial once we finish up with the Braves. That's tonight. We get the boys coming up as well. Twenty-three to sixteen. We'll see Haley Heron right now shooting free throws. She is a seventy percent free throw shooter. As off the one and one, she missed, but she gets her own rebound. Shot is off the front of the rim. Crowley grabs it. Sends it quickly to Matty Moy and the Bravettes now going into the offense. Claire Converse looks inside. That pass is going to be stolen away by Erickson. Another turnover. The long pass going for McGrath. McGrath looks over to Clary. Clary's shot is count the basket. And Clary's going to get another free throw. Tell you what, I've seen a lot of offensive fouls here for Butte on this end, but I'm seeing the contact let go on the other end. We'll see Ashley Olsen check into the ball game now for Haley Heron. Tyler Clary now at 3.54 to play here. Chance to make it a 10-point ball game once again, and she completes the three-point play. Now, Addie Moy brings the ball up the court, dribbling to her left. Looks for a long pass to Jenna Johnson. Goes into the paint. Kicks it back out now. She'll look inside to Claire Converse. Converse trying to wiggle her way through. And that was an obvious call. So good. Glad they made it. 26-16. to 3.42 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Converse going to the line to shoot free throws. We'll see McKenna Carpenter pick up her first. As Converse nails the first free throw. Claire Converse, the 70% free throw shooter. Again, Claire Converse is going to have to be a big part of the Bravettes' offensive end as they try and get back into the ballgame. Claire Converse misses the second free throw, and Butte now has the basketball as they quickly move it into their, into this side of the court. Another foul, and uh, right now flatted in, or sorry, Butte into the double bonus, and that is going to be on Claire Converse. And that'll be her third. Katie Cantor will have to check in for Claire Converse, so she stays out of foul trouble. Clary misses the free throw. Right now, the Bravettes, again, uh, got to try and find that second-half magic they had last Saturday against Sentinel. Clary's shot is up and good as she makes the second. McCarthy will check in for McGrath. And we'll see Clary check out as well. I think uh, Tutty came back into the ballgame. 27-17. The Butte Bulldogs have maintained pretty much a 10-point lead for much of this second quarter. Bravettes have gotten it down to seven, but that is about it. Kennedy Cantor dribbling in the right arc. Goes back to her left. Looks to Johnson in the left wing. Kennedy to the corner to Matty Moy. She fakes the three. Pulls up from the left elbow. And that jump shot from 12 feet away is good for Matty Moy. She's got five. 3.08 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard here in the second quarter. Butte 27, Flathead 19. Erickson now dribbling into the left front court. That one going to look to McCarthy. 
McCarthy looks over to McCarpenter. Carpenter now dribbling it back to McCarthy. She goes into the left elbow. That one won't make it. That pass almost stolen away by the Bravettes. Carpenter now operating back in the midcourt. Chest time pass back to Erickson in the right wing. Looking back to Olsen now, top of the key. Olsen, and that's going to be a travel on Ashley Olsen. And good defense by the Bravettes as they force a turnover. Right now, three starters sitting for the Bravettes and Coach Trisha Dean. So big minutes here to finish up the second half. Got to get some points as well. Maddie Moy right now gets it over to Cantor. Back to Moy, top of the key. She kicks it out to Johnson for three. Johnson gets this one to scorch the net. Right now she's got eight points here in the contest, and that cuts the lead down to five. 2.15 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Ravettes on a 5-0 run right now. Carpenter, top of the key, chest time pass to Tunney. She fires up her own three. That's off the left side of the rim. Johnson trying to grab the rebound. It's still a battle here in the corner, and Johnson able to save it. Watch out for Erickson. Quickly to Bridget Crowley, into the paint. Crowley pulls up six feet, and that one is good. 27-24, the Bravettes on a 7-0 run have stormed back here down 10 with under 30, well, in the last 30 seconds they have scored 7 one for you to play here before halftime. Again, trying to play some good D. Long three from Carpenter is good to answer the 7-0 run. Carpenter has burned the Brave Vets with three threes already here tonight. Again, they have got to chase her off that three-point line. Cantor dribbles to her left. Now back to Moy. Moy looks back to Cantor. Pulls up. Long three for Cantor. That's off the left side of the rim. Rebound goes to Maddie Moy. She goes into the paint, pulls up eight feet in front of the rim. That won't go. And the rebound to Butte and Tutty. Tutty trying to outrun Maddie Moy. Goes in the left blocks. She'll toss up a shot, and it is good as she goes coast to coast. 32-24, and just like that, it was down by three, and now the Bulldogs are back up by eight. Johnson for three. That one is good. Jenna Johnson starting to feel it. Her third three of the game. 32-27. It's now a five-point lead for the Bulldogs. Under 40 seconds to play on the Gardner scoreboard. Carpenter looks to the top of the key to Olsen. Now to Tutty in the left wing. Tutty over the head pass to Carpenter. Back to the key. Now back a one-hand pass and a one-hand catch from Carpenter to Tutty. She spins to her left. Goes to the right. Looks inside. Pulls up to Olsen. That shot won't go. Ecker grabs the rebound for the Bravettes with 22 seconds. Flathead will likely hold for the final shot. 32-27, Butte leading the Bravettes. Maddie Moy back to Cantor. Cantor looking into the corner. Jenna Johnson back to Cantor. Long pass over the hands of Tutty. Cantor into the corner. Once again to Johnson. She'll go baseline. Look inside to Ecker. Tough shot. Won't get the call. And it's a rebound to Erickson. Good, def- good job defensively and offensively because they were down by 10 at one point, And they are now down by 5 at halftime. Butte leads 32 to 27 over the Brave Vets as we go to the Trail West Bank Halftime Show on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. When you apply for a new credit card, what are you looking for? Bells and whistles? Extra doohickeys and doodads? At Whitefish Credit Union, we believe all those whatchacallits just get in the way of helping you make a smart choice. That's why our Whitefish Credit Union credit card keeps things simple. With a low fixed rate of 7.9% APR, no balance transfer fees, and no annual fee. No points to track and no thingamabobs to collect. Just savings. 
Visit a branch or apply at whitefishcu.com. Subject to loan and membership eligibility. An Army-Navy salute to Whitefish Winter Carnival 2020. And Army-Navy is also saluting their great customers with an extra 20% off store-wide, no exceptions, through February 15th. That's an extra 20% off, no exceptions, at both stores, Kalispell and Whitefish, through February 15th. Prepare to save at Army-Navy. Kalispell and Whitefish. Slush, snow, slush, snow, spring. Wait, snow? The weather seems to be something you can't clearly forecast. The same cannot be said for the need for individualized estate planning. That's a sure thing. You buy a snow shovel ahead of winter just in case, right? Well, you need the proper estate plan to ensure peace of mind and protection for your family, and that's not just in case. Wills, trust, business formation, and planning. Tinko Law, the Flathead's first choice. 257-3711. Here's the Trail West Bank Halftime Show. With offices in Kalispell and Evergreen, it's Trail West Bank. Now, Anthony Knockreiner. Welcome here to the Trail West Bank Halftime Show as the Butte Bulldogs currently lead the Flathead Brave. That's 32-27. to And the major scoring done by the Bravettes was Jenna Johnson. Some big points in that second quarter. Eight points by Johnson gives her 11 for the ball game. Again, you look at it, six Bravettes in the box score already. Maddie Moy had a big uh, quarter with five. She had a big three. Bravettes with four threes in the game so far. So that's playing a big part of it because right now they're answering Butte's threes because Butte right now has four threes as well. Three of those threes coming in the first quarter. Uh, Flathead was able to outscore Butte 16-14 to in that second quarter. And like I said, that's why I think it's big. They were down uh, by as many as 10, got it down to 3. Then they were back down 8 and were able to be down by 5. So right now the Brave Vets battling here in the second quarter as we are now at halftime. Coming up here on the Trail West Bank Halftime Show, we will have my very special guest, Bryce Wilson, the Activities Director from Flathead, as we get his thoughts on the big week, championship week, if you will, with state swimming as well as state wrestling. That's next here on the Trail West Bank Halftime Show on 600, KGEZ and FM 96.5. Yes, it's winter, but oddly enough, we've already seen some glimpses of spring. I'm Lincoln Schrock with Trail West Bank. As winter teases us and toys with our local weather forecasters, we're already looking forward to spring and summer. Maybe you're planning for a new home. Have your sights set on a boat, ATV, or RV. Want to start a business or simply invest in a CD? We're here to help make your plans possible. Visit one of our locations or on the web at trailwest.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lunch. Trail West Bank. Let's blaze a new trail together. Back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Anthony Knockreiner. Joining me right now on the Trail West Bank Halftime Show is Bryce Wilson as we talk about state championship weekend. Wrestling has their state tournament this weekend in Billings, and swimming has their state meet in Great Falls. Bryce, let's start with wrestling. What do you think about the wrestling team's chances? There is a chance that we could come home with uh, a state championship in wrestling. Now, mm-hmm. everything's got to work out. Obviously, our kids got to work hard and, and win those matches. But, uh, you know, we've got some kids uh, that, you know, Garrett Rieke is a great kid that uh, was on the front page, I think, of the newspaper, if you saw that today. Great article about Garrett and what he's had to overcome to be where he's at. So he's an individual that as a junior, he had a knee injury in football. Uh, 
This year, about on the fifth play of the first game, he broke his leg. Oh, so he really hasn't wrestled much in 18 months, but he, you know, throughout the season, he's just gotten stronger and stronger, and he'll be a kid that uh, hopefully is a placer for us, and he just works hard. He's just a great young man, very, uh, very smart, great student, and just, uh, you know, perseverance and grit. There's uh, there's the perfect example of where you you're just got to be hats off to him, I guess is yeah, what I would say. The headline says Flathead wrestler Ricky is Ricky, yep, has Ricky. been grounded too long, you yeah. know. So in other words, he's a coiled spring ready to <laughs> ready you know, to go. He is a strong kid and uh, he's wrestled a long time and uh, he just is a he's a great young man and we're really pl- proud to be able to have him go to state yeah. this year and uh, compete with the team. And we've actually had him, uh, he's only been certain really about about a month and a half is all he started wrestling. He didn't wow. wrestle before Christmas even. I don't think he was released. So that you know, that's how bad the break uh, leg was, the broken leg. But, uh, you know, and then you have Tanner Russell, who's a senior. Hopefully he's leading us on, on the charge. you got Boyce. Uh, he, uh, Paxton also, he uh, was Athlete of the Week a couple of weeks ago, and he's done a great job. Uh, we got a couple of young kids. you got... Cade Troop, he was here uh, with me, and he's been placing and doing well throughout tournaments. So, you know, we've got a, a good group of seniors, but we've also got a good group of kids throughout the grades that are helping us trying to win that state championship. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it would be a great thing. And then, you know, we'd do the Walk of Champions again, which would be just fantastic to go through the Flatted Halls uh, two times in two weeks would be fantastic. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't it be? State Swim is headed off to go to Great Falls. And... So that's their weekend. The Bravettes and the Braves, they probably won't win a state championship team title. But Lily Milner likely will win at least one, possibly two events, individual state champion. So she's only a sophomore. She is a incredible competitor. I think I've told the story before. I mean, you watch her in the pool. And, you know, I never thought you could watch a swim meet and go, you know, that, that kid's a competitor, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, once they're in the water, it's hard yeah. to discern who's where. A lot of splashing going on. And a lot of splashing, <laughs> but I'm telling you, when you see her in the lane, you go, yeah. that's Milner. And she is a competitor. If she's a half body behind you, she'll catch you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I truly believe that's how much of a competitor she is. Wow. And so that we're looking forward to her competing over there. Uh, obviously, she's got a you know got her work cut out for her, but I think she'll get it done. That is Flooded Activities Director Bryce Wilson. Coming up next year on the Trail West Bank Halftime Show, my keys to the second half. Hi, I'm Garrett, Trail West Bank in Kalispell. Commercial loan officers at Trail West Bank understand business and work hard to customize commercial loans to match each business's situation. From Kalispell through Missoula, south to Hamilton, and from Bonner to St. Regis, the Trail West Bank family is ready to help. Whether you are at home or on the trail with a commercial loan, a competitive consumer loan, to agricultural loan, or a credit card, Trail West Bank, the trail to financial success starts here. And always with friendly customer service. Trail West Bank. Let's blaze a new trail together. Now, back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth at Iron Knock. Well, we get ready for the second half here. Biggest thing for the Brave Vets, again, stopping the bleeding, stopping the turnovers will be the biggest thing. If they can do that, they've got themselves a chance and continue to shoot their shot. Jenna Johnson's hot, Matty Moy is hot. Continue to shoot the basketball. Butte's not going to stop. You have to get back on D. This should be a good one here as we get ready for the second half. That's going to do it for us here in the Trail West Bank Halftime Show on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. That's your Trail West Bank Halftime Show. 
Visit Trail West Bank in Kalispell and Evergreen. The second half is coming up on 600 KGEZ. Hi, Mark Fopp at Lilienthal Insulation. And now is the time to think about your home's performance. Better home performance means increased comfort, reduced energy bills, and no more cold drafts. Along with these benefits, there may be energy rebates and incentives available too. So not only can we increase your home's efficiency, but we can also save you cash today and every day going forward. Just go to LilienthalInstallation.com and click Energy Audit to fill out the form. Or make it easy. Call us at 752-4756 and let our energy auditors do the work for you. We're Lilienthal Insulation, and we're your energy savers. And don't forget, thank a vet every chance you get. Man, I just got the sweetest new truck at Sensible Auto Sales in Evergreen. Isn't that the place that comes with a free warranty? It for sure is, but I got even more than that. I got hooked up with the Maintenance Plus program. That comes with even better perks like free quarterly oil changes, 24-month mechanical breakdown coverage, a buy three tires, get one free offer, even debt cancellation coverage in the event my rig gets totaled. Really? Where is that again? Get the Maintenance Plus on your next vehicle at Sensible Auto Sales, where they are the bank and you are approved across from Super One Foods and Evergreen. We've all been through this. Somebody hits you on the road and you go back and forth with the insurance company, taking away your time and eventually your car. Well, your car still needs to get fixed and somebody else can handle the insurance company. That's where Jance's Body Shop comes in. When you get into an accident, go straight to Jance. Jance and his crew will handle all the insurance work. Do it right the first time and quickly. They're right past Toyota on the west side of Highway 93. So when only the best will do, bring it to Jance's Body Shop. Back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Anthony Knockreiner. All right, we start the third quarter. The Flathead Bravettes trailing the Butte Bulldogs 32 to 27 here in a game that I feel like for the Bravettes is a must win. Uh, here as you get ready for the divisional tournament in three weeks. Bravettes will play the Hellgate Lady Knights tomorrow, and then they've got Glacier next week, and then they have uh, the Helena Schools the following weekend. We unfortunately will not be able to have the game tomorrow night as we are moving studios, uh, so we will not be able to cover tomorrow's game. Butte has the basketball. Right now, Tunney in the right wing. She looks over to McGrath. McGrath open for three, tosses it up. That one's going to be off the right side of the rim. Let that one go, and it will be Bravettes basketball. And so a good start here for the Flathead Bravettes as they trail by five, trying again to cut it down to... Three or or two here if you can. Um, as, again, Flathead doing a pretty good job in that second quarter, getting some points on the board. They scored 16. Matty Moy back to Claire Converse. Converse in the left wing, dribbles to her right. Now looks back to Moy. Moy open for three. Inside to Molly Winters. Basketball's on the floor, and we're going to have a jump ball in the possession arrow favoring the Bravettes, so they will keep the basketball next time out. Ball will go to the Butte Bulldogs. Claire Converse underneath her hoop. We're going to try and find a teammate. Sends a long pass out to Kuby, and that's stolen away by Mackenzie Tutty. Now Tutty throws it over to Erickson, and while Winters tries to steal it back, that one's going to be to McGrath, top of the key, over to McKenna Carpenter, open for three, and McKenna Carpenter's shot missed. Do have a foul, and we'll see who it goes against. Jenna Johnson calling for the foul. And so 32-27 right now. Flathead trailing Butte as Carpenter fires him a three. Another miss there. That is off the hands of the Butte Bulldogs. And that was Heron, I'm sorry. 
Heron, who uh, knocked that one out of bounds. So flatted with another offensive opportunity here. 7.06 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Matty Moore dribbling the ball up the court. Looking quickly, looks to Claire Converse down the right front court to Jenna Johnson here in the left wing. Long pass back to Moy. Moy back to Converse in quickly to the corner. Johnson, who throws it right back to Claire Converse. Chest time pass now to Moy. Inside to Kuby. Kuby working inside the paint. Tough shot. Kisses it off the glass and good for Akila Kuby with six. 32-29 now as Kuby gets in a good defensive stance on Herring. Right now trying to make life difficult. Passes out to Erickson. Guarded by Johnson. Now to Carpenter, top of the key, guarded by Winters, looks back to Erickson. Erickson, look, trying to think about going into the corner there for Carpenter, but guarded closely by Winters. Now Carpenter drives into the lane, and that layup is good from four feet in front of the rim. She's got 13 for the game. Maddie Moy right now dribbling up the far sideline. Quick pass out to Jenna Johnson, and that one is too far and too high for Jenna Johnson, as that'll be Butte basketball. 6-14 to play, 34-29. The Bulldogs leading the Brave Bats here with 6-13 to play on the Gardner scoreboard. Tutty bringing the ball across the midcourt strike. One-hand pass to McGrath into the right wing. McGrath dribbles inside, now back out to Tutty. Looks to Heron into the paint. Now Heron, guarded closely by Kuby, quickly gets it out to the corner to Erickson. She throws it back inside to Heron. She trying to work around two big bodies, Moy and Kuby. Carpenter dribbling to her left now, goes right. Tries to fake it. Now to McGrath. McGrath into the left block. Kicks it back out to Carpenter. Carpenter now going inside. Looks back to Heron. Heron almost has that one stolen by Akila Kuby. Carpenter inside to McGrath in the corner. And right now, again, Butte. Able to just keep wrestling the basketball away. But Flathead trying to get their hands on it. Tutty going into the paint. Kicks it out to McGrath. McGrath going inside. And that shot is going to be no good. Rebound goes to Akila Kuby. And we got a foul, and that's going to be on McGrath. And McGrath will pick up her second. 34-29, as we'll see Crowley and Cantor check into the ball game. Winters and Moy will check out. Right now, we're going to see Buttes implement their full-court press. Here with 520 to play on the Gardner scoreboard. Quickly to Kuby. Quickly to Converse. Converse now gets it across the midcourt stripe, trying to navigate a lot of traffic as it comes across to their side of the half court. Converse, long pass to Cantor, and that is off the hands and out of bounds, and Butte will get the basketball back. 5-10 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard, and it looks like Coach Maury Cook is going to call a timeout with 5.07 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. 34-29, to the Butte Bulldogs leading the Bravettes. Here with 5.07 to play here in the third quarter. This time out brought to you by the Carpet Store. Whether it's building, renovating, or remodeling, Joe Siner will have you floored with beautiful flooring. The Carpet Store, next to American Welding and Gas. This time out taken by the Bravettes, brought to you by Valley Bank of Kalispell. They offer online applications that actually allow you to apply and submit online. Apply today at valleybankmt.com. Flatted Brave Vets with a couple careless turnovers in these last couple of possessions. Got to change that. Because right now they're down by 5, 34-29. The Butte Bulldogs in Butte with the basketball as they are moving left to right on your radio dial. Brave Vets moving right to left. 
McGrath quickly to Heron, top of the key. Heron loses it for just a second. Thinks about handing it off to Hoagland. Heron looking to her left. Now she looks back to her right, hands it to Hoagland. Now to Carpenter, all the way back in the midcourt. She'll swing it, swing it right over to McGrath. McGrath quickly out to Hoagland, guarded by Johnson. Overhead pass, back to McGrath, at the top of the key. Swings it back to Hoagland, who goes right baseline, and that layup is good for, Katie Ho- for Cody Hoagland. 36-29, it's back up to a seven-point lead. As with four and a half to play right now, the Bravettes, only two points so far in the quarter. Clear Converse now looking to Kennedy Cantor. Cantor inside to Bridget Crowley. She fires up a tough shot. That one is good for Bridget Crowley. Eight feet in front of the rim. Nice little jumper. 36-31, and we got a travel call on Ashley Heron. I'm sorry, Haley Heron. And so, Flatted, another opportunity to try and close this deficit. It's back to five. Coach Trisha Dean evaluating things, talking things over with her staff on that near side, on that far sideline. Kenny Cantor dribbling it into the right front court. Cantor evaluating her options. Quickly looking back, and that one's going to be kick ball off of Hoagland. And so, Flatted will keep the basketball. Four minutes to play here, 36-31. Butte leading Flathead, and Bridget Crowley will inbound. Crowley looks back to Jenna Johnson. Jenna Johnson in the left wing. Almost runs into Crowley. Now to Cantor, chest-high pass to Converse. Converse, long pass inside to Kuby. Looks quickly to Crowley, and Crowley's basket counts, and the foul. Akila Kuby and Kennedy Cantor celebrate with the junior. Bridget Crowley with a big basket there and a chance to make it a two-point deficit for the Bravettes. Bridget Crowley on the season so far, 36% free throw shooter. Need a big one here, and that one is good. Bridget Crowley with seven for the game, 36-34 with 3.47 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard in the third quarter. Carpenter goes left baseline, tosses up a tough shot off the left side of the rim. Kumi grabs the rebound for the Bravettes. 3.38 to play now on the Gardner scoreboard. Claire Converse dribbling the ball to the left front court. She'll look quickly to Kennedy Cantor in the right. Long pass to Johnson. Fires up a three. That one is good. Jenna Johnson from downtown. She's got 14, and the Bravettes take their first lead of the game. Erickson, I'm sorry, that's McCarthy with the reverse lamp and is fouled, and she'll go to the line to shoot free throws, and Akila Kubi will be called for the foul. And so Kubi picks up her third personal. McCall McCarthy is a 29% free throw shooter as Rebecca Acker will check into the ball game, and McCarthy makes that first free throw. These free throws brought to you by our good friends at the corner shop. Dan Corn and his team of ASC certified mechanics can service your vehicle regardless of make or model. The corner shop located just south of the courthouse. McCarthy's second free throw is off the right side of the rim and into the hands of the Brave Vets, Rebecca Ecker. 37-37. We are all tied up. The Brave Vets have come back from down 10. Jenna Johnson goes left baseline, and that shot is, oh, right off the foot of Rebecca Ecker, and that is going to go out of bounds, and we'll get the basketball back with 3.03 to play. McCarthy will have a seat, and Tutty will check back into the ballgame. McGrath and Hoagland operating as the guards. McGrath quickly to Tutty in the left arc. 
Johnny with the ball right around her chest, and she'll swing it right to Carpenter. Carpenter now out to Heron, and Heron is going to knock that one out of bounds, and it's going to be flathead basketball. Two forty nine to play here on the Gardner scoreboard here in the third quarter. Thirty seven thirty seven. Right now the Brave Vets and the Bulldogs tied up. Claire Converse looks quickly to Cantor. Into the left arc, back to Converse, top of the key. She'll dribble to the right side. Now looking to the paint, and they're going to call a travel on Claire Converse. Two forty to play on the Gardner scoreboard. Time ball game. Definitely a different cha- or a different pace of game than we saw up in Kalispell just a few weeks ago. Tuddy will inbound to Hoagland. Hoagland will jog it up across the Bulldog at midcourt. Maddie Moy gets ready, check into the ballgame. Jenna Johnson right now guarding Hoagland. Erickson dribbling. She'll be guarded by Converse. Tuddy guarded by Crowley. Trying to get into the paint. Kicks it back out to Carpenter. Sorry, check that. That's Hoagland. Hoagland bounce pass inside to Heron. And Heron's layup is good around. And that's going to give Butte the lead once again. 39-37. 214 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Kennedy Cantor in the left arc. And Butte kind of giving her some space. She'll dribble to her right. Looks to Converse. Converse back to Cantor. Cantor guarded by Hoagland. Cantor dribbling it out now. Looking to trying to give it back to Converse. She does. And she'll look to Jenna Johnson. Johnson right now in the left front court. Johnson goes into the lane. Going to kick it back out. No fadeaway jumper. That one's not going to be good. But it's Cantor with the rebound. Cantor tries to bounce it to Johnson for three. That one, oh, rims out. What a tough break there for Jenna Johnson. That was a good look, but it rims out foul. And I think that's going to be on clear converse, and it is. And that's a tough break as clear converse is going to have to come out. She's going to have to be real careful. Is that her fourth personal? But Maddie Moy on the court right now. Haley Heron right now also on the floor. And uh, she had to tie her shoelaces, but now she's all good. Hoagland and Erickson operating at the point. Hoagland quickly to Tutty in the right wing. Tutty fakes to her left. Chest tie pass into the corner to Hoagland, guarded by Johnson. Hoagland is going to have that one stolen by Crowley. Crowley out on the run. Now it's a one-on-two, and she's going to hold up for reinforcements. She'll look to Cancer, top of the key. Cancer fakes to her left, goes to her right, hands it off to Johnson. Johnson ball sitting over her head. Now back to Cancer, top of the key. Chest tie pass to Moy. And Moy with a lot of space right now. 108 to play on the Gardner scoreboard. 39-37. Butte leading the Bravettes. Cantor to the top of the key to Crowley. Crowley bounce pass to Matty Moy. Moy goes into the paint. Pulls up eight feet in front of the rim. That's off the right side. And it'll be Butte. Erickson who grabs the, ball, grabs the rebound. And Butte on the offensive end now. 50 seconds to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Carpenter gets that one poked away. That, ball, that pass from Carpenter goes to Heron. Heron now dribbling into the elbow. She'll back it out to... Tutty, Tutty in the left wing, guarded by Crowley, into the corner to Hoagland. Chest time pass back to Tutty as she goes into the paint. And that is going to be out of bounds on Tutty. Looking for a foul was Tutty. She didn't get it. And flatted with the basketball, 32 seconds to go here. Aaron will have a seat for the last 32 seconds, I imagine, as McCarthy checks back into the ballgame. Matty Moy walks the ball up the court. No press this time from Butte. Or sorry, Moy at the top of the key. Looks quickly to Crowley. Crowley in the right wing. Looks to Johnson, top of the key. Johnson now goes into the paint. It's going to have that one stripped. Erickson now has it, and she's going to have to hold on to it. As Carpenter has the basketball, into the corner to Hoagland. Ten seconds to play here. Bravette's trying to 
Just don't allow Butte to get up a good shot here in the final seconds. Carpenter with five, four, three. Carpenter looks back out to McCarthy. McCarthy puts up a shot. No good. Good defense by the Bravettes. Into the quarter, 39-37. Butte leading the Bravettes as we go to the final frame here on 600. KGEZ and FM, 96.5. You know a gimmick when you see one. Teaser rates and bonus points won't help you save on paying a high rate. That's why Whitefish Credit Union's credit card is as no-nonsense as it gets. With a low fixed rate of 7.9% APR, no balance transfer fees, and no annual fee. Just a straight-up, honest, no-gimmick credit card to help you save money. Visit a branch or apply at whitefishcu.com. No gimmicks, just savings. Whitefish Credit Union. We belong to you. Subject to loan and membership eligibility. The Opera House Square, home to some of the most renowned businesses in the Flathead, like Norm's Soda Fountain, with the best burgers and shakes, now featuring a light breakfast menu, too. And Western Outdoor, home to the best boots, hats, Western and other outdoor apparel. And the Kalispell Antique Market, with the largest antique selection in the valley. You'll find something for the whole family at the Opera House Square, open seven days a week on historic Main Street in Kalispell. Don't be shy to tell them you heard it on KGEZ. As the Peary's say, go Braves, Bravettes, and Bobcats. Now, back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Iron Knock. Defensive third quarter. Now we go to the final frame. Butte leading the Bravettes 39-37 here in Butte at the Ross J. Richardson Memorial Gymnasium. Tutty drives inside and lays it up and in. Tutty with 12 points, and again, uh, Mackenzie Tutty and McKenna Carpenter doing all the damage for the Butte Bulldogs here tonight. 41-37. It's back to a four-point lead for the Butte Bulldogs. Moy and Cantor passing it between each other. Cantor calling for Molly Winters to go to the free throw line. Looks back to Matty Moy. Inside the Winters. Puts it down one. Tough shot, but it's good for Molly Winters. 41-39. Tutty looks quickly to Carpenter. Carpenter dribbling to her right. Ball over her head, gets it poked away, but it is McGrath who is able to save it. McGrath guarded by Moy. It's five on five in terms of jersey number. Tutty dribbling inside, kicks it to the corner to Erickson for three. That's off the front of the rim, and Kuby with the rebound for the Bravettes. Chance to tie or take the lead now with under seven minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Matty Moy looks to Kennedy Cantor. Cantor in the left front court, fakes the pass. Now looking to her once she wants to go. She'll dribble to her right. Looks to Matty Moy in the right front court. Back to Cantor, top of the key. Cantor, watching out for McGrath, trying to steal it. Looks to Matty Moy. Inside Akila Kuby with a nice look. Nice pass from Matty, or from Timothy Cantor to Akila Kuby. Kuby with eight points. Tie ball game, 41-41. 6.30 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. And what a game we've got for you here tonight on a Friday on Valentine's Day. Carpenter loses the basketball. Matty Moy has it now. Looks quickly to Kennedy Cantor. Cantor dribbling to her right. Looks into the corner to Johnson. Johnson ball over her head inside to Kuby. Tough shot off the front of the rim. But Heron is there to grab the rebound. Pass is going to be long for McGrath. She's got to try and save it. She's able to. Guarded by Johnson. She goes left baseline and a foul and two free throws. Can't quite see who the official pointed to. I think that's Jenna Johnson. Jenna Johnson picks up her third personal. 14 fouls for the Brave. That's two team fouls for the Butte Bulldogs as McGrath goes to the line to shoot free throws. 
So far tonight, Butte has been a pretty good free-throw shooting team, even though their percentages for some of these players are not as good as uh, so far they've shot tonight. McGrath, a 47% free-throw shooter. 5.59 to play. First free-throw, nothing but net for Grace McGrath. We'll see Carpenter and Tuddy have a seat. Clary, as well as Emery Richards, also into the ballgame. We'll see McGrath make both free throws. Matty Moy with the basketball, hands it off to Kennedy Cantor. 43-41 right now. The Butte Lady Bulldogs leading the Brave Vets. Jenna Johnson goes into the lane, lays it up and in. Jenna Johnson with two more. Time all game, 43 apiece. Heron now dribbles to her right, goes back to her left, into the paint, lays it off the finger roll, and that one falls off the front of the rim. Butte able to get the second chance rebound, though, as they go inside to Heron once again, and a foul. And that is going to be on Kuby. And that is going to be Kuby's fourth as well. Five team fouls on the Bravettes. Two team fouls for the Bulldogs as Bridget Crowley gets ready to check into the ball game. Crowley with a big third quarter. Five points in that quarter. She's got seven for the contest. McCarthy inbounds to Heron, top of the key. Heron goes to the lane. Basket will, basket's up, or sorry, the shot is up, no good, but a foul and two free throws. Bridget Crowley picks up her first personal. So the Brave Vets on three straight have picked up three personals. And that's going to be kind of tough because you do not want to send Butte to the free throw line as that first free throw is off the mark. We're going to see a timeout called here. And it looks like Coach Trisha Dean is going to call that timeout. And we'll take a timeout with her. 43 apiece between the Bulldogs and the Brave Vets. 520 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Salvation Army, a proud sponsor of the Brave Vets all season long. From sports clothing, casual clothing, to sports equipment, you can find it all at the best value in town at your Salvation Army thrift store in Kalispell. Braves and Brave Vets basketball on 600 KGEZ. Also proud sponsors here for Lilienthal Insulation Company. They're the only call you need to make to take care of your insulation, roofing, and drywall needs. Call Lilienthal Insulation at 752-4756. That's 752-4756. Coming out of the timeout is brought to you by Glacier Bank. Glacier Bank, your full-service bank with offices throughout the valley and member FDIC. 43 apiece here between the Flathead Bravettes and the Butte Bulldogs. Who is going to take this one here tonight? Flathead looking for a little revenge for back on January 17th when the Butte Bulldogs came up to Kalispell and grabbed a W. So Heron right now getting ready to shoot her second free throw. She missed the first. Second one is up. That one's too strong, and a rebound is going to be... Tyler Clary with the basketball. So Butte will retain possession. And so right now the basketball grabbed by Crowley. 
and it's going to be a jump ball. And the possession arrow favors the Brave Vets, so they will get the basketball. Good job defending the inbound pass. Again, Crowley doing a really nice job here tonight. Crowley gets the inbound back to Winters. Winters looks quickly to Jenna Johnson. Johnson inside to Kennedy Cantor. Cantor goes into the right wing, dribbles it out. Now going working way here, way back to the top of the key. Maddie Moy back to Cantor. Cantor trying to find an offensive option right now. She's got Moy to her right, and that's where she goes. Chest high pass to Moy. Moy dribbling it on the floor. Got an open look, and she goes in, and it's going to be a block on Heron or Clary as Maddie Moy took a hard tumble to the floor. They're going to call an offensive foul on Maddie Moy. They're going to say she leaned in with her shoulder and an offensive foul called on Maddie Moy. Tough break for the Brave Vets. 4.51 to play here. 43-43. Tough night for the Brave Vets to get a call. Brave Vets with 17 fouls, two team fouls on the Butte Bulldogs. Maddie Moy picked up her second. Butte with the basketball, Erickson over to Tutty, into McGrath. McGrath dribbling out of the corner, long pass out to Carpenter. Carpenter thinking about going to Erickson, does not. 4.30 to play here as Tutty goes into the lane, and the basket counts. Tutty with 14, she's got four for the quarter, and gives the Bulldogs a lead once again, 45-43. Matty Moyes passes the bounds, and Flatty will retain possession with 4.14 to play. Bridget Crowley will inbound. And the Brave Vets need a big shot here. Jenna Johnson, she's going to take it. Nothing but that for Jenna Johnson. She's got five for the quarter, 19 for the game. Nice job by Maddie Moy with the steal. Maddie Moy running the baseline. Tough shot is up, and it's good. Count the basket and the foul. 46 to 45. Check that 48 and a chance for Matty Moy to extend the lead. Timeout taken by Butte. What a play by Matty Moy as she is just hammered by her teammates and celebrated. Coach Trisha Dean calling the team and getting ready here for the final four minutes of this one because guess what? Butte ain't going away. I'll tell you what, Jenna Johnson, what a play though. When you need a shot, Jenna Johnson comes up big as she scorches the net with a big three. She's got... Five threes here this afternoon, or sorry, tonight. Five threes tonight here in the contest. And right now, Brave Vets with a 48 to 45 lead. This time out taken by Parkside Credit Union. They save you money every time you borrow. They're the best place to get a loan in Montana. Discover the difference at Parkside Credit Union of Flathead Valley and Missoula. Also had our Parkside Credit Union Athlete of the Week announced this morning. That was Jonah Love, as he won state at the speech and debate tournament for humorous interpretation. Maddie Moy will shoot her free throw. Get a chance to try and convert this three-point play. Maddie Moy, a 58% free throw shooter. Free throw is up, and it rattles around the cage and is good. She's got eight for the contest. Erickson dribbles to her left, looks quickly over to Tutty. Tutty into the corner. 
Looks back, and she will quickly get that out to Heron. Heron, long overhead pass to Carpenter, top of the key. Carpenter dribbles to her right, chest high pass to McGrath. McGrath, now a long pass back to Tutty, inside to Erickson. Erickson working on the left block, kicks it back out to McGrath, and that's back to Heron into the corner. Heron guarded closely, and that's an offensive foul on Heron. And nice job by Bridget Crowley, and I'll tell you what, Bridget Crowley doing a really nice job here tonight as she has come with some big points back in the third and doing some nice things on the defensive end here in the fourth. 49-45, the Brave Vets with the lead. 3.32 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Crowley, pass to Jenna Johnson. Johnson over to Cantor. Cantor looking for a teammate. She'll dribble the ball. Be patient. She'll look to Moy into the corner to Johnson. Johnson looks back, and that one's going to be a turnover. As it's an over and back, Johnson with a lot of Butte defenders in her face. So a mistake there, and Butte will have the basketball. Flathead will, again, have to play good. Good defense here with the final 3.15 to play. 49-45, Bravettes leading here in the fourth on the Gardner scoreboard. Erickson guarded by Winters. Now quickly bounce passes it to McGrath. Chest high pass to Carpenter in the far corner. Carpenter guarded by Cantor. Dribbling it in, dribbling it out. Now guarded closely by Cantor. Got a whistle from the far side. Actually, check that. That is a timeout taken by Coach Maury Cook with 3.02 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. 49-45, Ravettes leading the Bulldogs. This timeout taken by our good friends at Shadow Enterprises, supplying top-quality bed liners, vehicle ramps, window tinting, clear shields, and more. Shadow Enterprises stands behind their work, and everything they do is meant to last. Braves and Bravettes basketball on 600 KGEZ is brought to you by LHC Incorporated. Give them a call, 758-6400. That's 758-6400 with four decades strong of serving projects of all sizes in the Flathead. We'll see Tunney inbound on the right side. Long pass back to Heron at the top of the key. She'll bounce it twice. Go back to her left. Switch hands. Now guarded by Moy. She'll look quickly to Erickson for help. Erickson on the right wing, steps to her left. Now looks back to McGrath in the left wing. McGrath dribbling, one-handed pass to Tutty in the right wing. Tutty goes into the lane, kicks it back to Carpenter. Closely guarded by Cantor. We'll see Heron take a three, and that is good. Haley Heron with a big three, as we'll see a full-court press now by the Butte Bulldogs. Cantor is a timeout called by Coach Trisha Dean. 49-48 with 2.32 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Trisha Dean didn't like what she was seeing on that particular inbounds play as we saw the press coming from the Butte Bulldogs. Now she is drawing something up on the... Man, I'm trying to think of it. It's not quite a, a <laughs> right on the chart board right now. <laughs> to play here, 49-48, Bravettes leading the Bulldogs here after a timeout by Trisha Dean. Both teams still have two timeouts left. And the Bravettes have done a nice job playing well defensively. Again, Haley Heron, big three on that last one, has closed the gap to one now. The Bravettes knew that Butte wasn't going to go away, so they have to continue to attack this Butte defense. Johnson gets the inbound pass, quick pass to Cantor. Cantor now looking at it. She dribbles it across the midcourt stripe. Got to watch out for Butte defenders coming from behind. 
Maddie Moy now with the basketball. Dribbles to her right, looks to Cantor. Cantor dribbling to her right, goes into the paint, and he's going to get that one knocked away. But Moy able to save it. Moy to Bridget Crowley. Crowley's shot is up and good. Nice job by Maddie Moy, saving that one and extends it to a three-point ball game. 51-48, Brave Epps leading the Bulldogs with two minutes to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. McGrath, long pass to Tunney to the top of the key. Chest time pass to Heron in the right wing. She goes into the paint, kicks it back out to Carpenter, looks to Erickson for three. That one rims out, and it'll be touched by Haley Heron, and Flanagan will get the basketball back with 150 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Claire Converse, who's had to have a seat because she's got four personal fouls, checks back into the ballgame. Maddie Moy, I tell you what, she has played extremely well here today. Three points in this fourth quarter. She's got eight for the contest. Crowley is going to see that one. She was going for Johnson, but Johnson left her spot. Tutty knocks it out. Flat and very lucky there. Crowley will inbound once again. Crowley is going to look to Jenna Johnson. Gets it into the corner. Jenna Johnson looking for a long pass. She'll get it back to Crowley. Crowley back to Johnson. Johnson gets it out to Cantor. Cantor, wide open lane. Two shot and a foul. Two free throws for Kennedy Cantor. Haley Heron will be called for the foul. That'll be her second personal. Actually, check that, her third. So Kennedy Cantor with some big free throws right now. One for you to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. Again, a chance to take this to a five-point lead. First free throw is up, and it is good. Kenny Cantor with three points in the ball game, And again, another big free throw here. A chance to make this a five-point ball game. Second free throw off the front of the rim. We got a lane violation, and that is on Flathead. And so either way, it wouldn't have counted. 52-48, it's a four-point lead for the Bravettes over the Bulldogs. Erickson brings it up across the midcourt strike. She'll dribble to her right, chest time pass to McGrath, into the right wing, dumps it down inside to Heron. Heron's shot is up, no good, but free throws coming for Haley Heron. That'll be on Molly Winters. Molly Winters picking up her first foul. Haley Heron now to shoot free throws. That first free throw is off the mark. 52-48, so now Butte can only make it a three-point ball game. Second free throw is up, and it is good. And Coach Maury Cook is going to take a timeout now as it's a three-point lead here for the Flathead Bravettes with a minute 33 to play here inside the Ross J. Richardson Memorial Gymnasium. This timeout brought to you by J&K Photography. Braves fans, you've seen those stunning senior posters of the football team and basketball teams, and maybe even my orange and black headshots. Those were all done by master photographer Wayne Murphy of JMK Photography. Call and be impressed at 249-7939. Coming out of the timeout, brought to you by our good friends at McDonald's. Check them out after the game tonight. Feast on a 20-piece McChicken Nugget for only $5 at these three participating Kalispell McDonald locations. Evergreen along LaSalle, near the fairgrounds in West Kalispell, and in the Hunter Ranch Plaza. They're owned and operated by the Jockey family. 133 to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. The Flathead Bravettes right now leading by three over the Butte Bulldogs, and the Bravettes have the basketball as well. So, again, continue 
to attack the Butte defense. Some big shots made today by Jenna Johnson. She's got 19 for the game. Could use another big three by her here to finish it off. But again, we're going to see the full court press here from, from the Butte Bulldogs. Flatted with a three-point lead. Crowley will inbound. Finding his teammate is Johnson in the corner. Johnson, long pass for Matty Moy. Moy with a wide open look at the lane. Matty Moy's shot is up and in. It's no good. And it'll be out of bounds off of Carpenter's hand. Tell you what, just tough break there. That basketball looked like it was about to go in, but then decided, I don't know if there was a slight breeze, but it just fell right out. Flatted on their side of the court with the basketball. Claire Converse inbounding, looking inside to Matty Moy. Fadeaway jumper is no good, but Crowley with the put back and cancer shot no good. Crowley tries to grab the basketball, but now Tony has it. 1.15 to play as Tony lays it up, and that's too strong. Crowley with the basketball, and she'll dribble it out, and that's a foul, and that's going to be on Mackenzie Tutty. 109 to play here on the Gardner scoreboard. 52 to 49. Great job by Bridget Crowley as she trailed Tutty and really kind of, she didn't touch her, but she was right there, right in the peripheral vision and letting Tutty see her. And I think that threw off Tutty's shot by just a little bit. Coach Trisha Dean will take another timeout. One timeout for each team here with 109 to play on the Gardner scoreboard. Again, this one is coming down to the wire. Ray Vets looking for a big conference win. As I said, this is a big stretch for them. Again, Hellgate is beatable tomorrow, but obviously a long road trip. Play close to them because that is the number two team right now. Play close. If you get the upset win, great. But either way, come away with some confidence after that game tomorrow. Even bigger coming off a win here tonight. But again, we are 69 seconds away from a Brain Vets victory. Can't put a cap on it too soon. But the Brave Vets have to finish things off here with the final 69 ticks. Jenna Johnson right now into the corner. Back to Crowley. Crowley dribbles back to her left. Looks quickly to Cantor. Cantor, got to get that ball out quickly. Looks to Crowley. Crowley gets it across the midcourt strike. She'll hold up for reinforcements. 58 seconds to go here. Claire Converse. She'll swing it back to Cantor. Cantor bounce pass it back to Converse. And a foul called. And Kennedy Cantor will have to go to the line to shoot free throws. 52 to 49. With 52 seconds to go, and it's a one-and-one one opportunity. Again, Flatland is going to have to continue to play strong defense here in the final 52 seconds. But Kennedy Cantor with an opportunity to increase the lead to five. First free throw is up and too strong. Rebound goes to Crowley, and it'll be a foul, and it's going to be a foul on Crowley. Again, right now, Flathead. They're going to have to make free throws. This team in the bottom of the league in free throw percentage. And they're going to need some big ones here to finish off the Butte Bulldogs as, her, as Heron is going to shoot a one-on-one opportunity as well. First free throw is up, and it is good for Haley Heron. Heron with five in the quarter, nine for the game. Makes it. 52-50 right now. Bravets leading second free throw is good for Heron. So right now, 52-51. Butte is not going to bring the press this time. Kennedy Cantor looks quickly to Claire Converse. Converse dribbling across the midcourt. Gets it to Cantor. Cantor over to Matty Moy. Moy now into the corner to Jenna Johnson. 
Johnson back out to Moy in the right wing. Long pass to Cantor, and we're going to have a whistle. And that's going to be on Mackenzie Tutty. That was a foul away from the ball with 37 seconds to go here. Matty Moy will shoot the one and one. Molly Winters will get ready to check into the ball game. And again, she'll check in for Bridget Crowley. And Bridget Crowley with some big-time minutes tonight here, folks. Bridget Crowley playing really, really well tonight. She's got nine for the game. Moy on the one-and-one. Need the free throws. That one too strong. Winters grabs the rebound. And is going to try and get it out to Cantor. She does. Into the corner to Johnson. Johnson for three. That is good. Jenna Johnson makes it from deep. 55-51. It's back up to a four-point lead. Erickson. Tough shot is blocked by Converse, and they're going to call a foul and free throws. What ice in the veins for Jenna Johnson to shoot that corner three under pressure. Hit it from deep. She's got six made threes. Claire Converse, unfortunately for the Brave Eds, fouls out. Erickson will go to the line to shoot free throws. First free throw is up, and it is good. Right now, 55-52. Another made, another, uh, made free throw will make it a one-possession ball game. As Erickson's second free throw will not go. Rebound will go out of bounds, and it will be flathead basketball. Coach Maury Cook is going to take a timeout. He will take his last timeout with 19 and a half seconds to go here. It is a three-point ball game. The Bravets leading the Butte Lady Bulldogs, 55 to 52. Jenna Johnson, 20 plus points in the contest already. She's got 22 for the game. Big shot. I'll tell you what, Jenna Johnson, ice in those veins, shooting it from downtown. And I'll tell you what, just an impressive display by Jenna Johnson tonight with 22. Again, a lot of players here tonight. It's not just Jenna Johnson in the starring role. Jenna Johnson did a ton offensively, but you've got to give a ton of credit to Crowley, who had some big buckets. Matty Moy, who's had some big buckets. I mean, at the same time, I would say even Molly Winters on the defensive end a little bit. Like I said, Claire, or Bridget Crowley tonight, I want to give her a ton of credit because she has come up, especially in that third quarter, with five points when the Bravets needed them and has really helped this team get back into this game. They were down 10 at one point. They came and clawed their way back down five at halftime and have now taken the lead here in the fourth as they trail by two at the end of the third. So a big one here for the Brave Vets. Again, offensively, have to be smart, have to communicate. Brave Vets, 19 and a half seconds away from picking up a huge conference win over the Bulldogs here on the road. Crowley will inbound. Crowley looking, looks to Molly Winters. Winters back to Crowley. Crowley shoots it quickly over to Jenna Johnson. Johnson back to Cantor. Cantor is going to get fouled by Heron. And Trisha Dean looking for the intentional foul. And the referee is warning Trisha Dean, it looks like. And the referees are going to discuss it and whether or not that was an intentional foul. No signal yet. And it is an intentional foul. Big, big one right there. 55-52. Bravettes with the lead. And Kennedy Cantor at the line to shoot free throws to extend it. 
Cantor will shoot the free throw. First one is up. It is good. Kennedy Cantor all by herself at the free throw line. Second free throw is up and off the front of the rim. And we will see flatted with the basketball. So now they have a four-point lead. Twelve seconds to go here on the Gardner scoreboard. Flathead Bravets trying to ice this one here. Crowley to inbound. Crowley looking and examining her options. Quickly trying to find one. She does. And we'll see her whistle. And it's a five-second violation. So four-point lead right now. 12.8 seconds to go here. Butte's going to be trying to look for the four-point play. Just don't give it to him. Carpenter gets the inbound pass. We're under 10 seconds to play. McGrath in the right wing. Looks quickly to Erickson. Erickson, top of the key. Back to Carpenter. Carpenter for three. That one's too strong off the back. Irons, Heron, and Crowley go to the floor for the rebound. It's a jump ball possession arrow. Favors Butte with .9 ticks left. Even more important, do not foul as Butte, even with a three, cannot win the game. Just do not foul. Erickson for three. It is no good. And the Flathead Bravets win the game. 56-52. to 52. A huge conference win on the road. Post-game thoughts are coming here on 600. KGEZ and FM 96.5. Qualifications and rules apply. See institution for details. Last play of the game, folks. And the snap drops back. Whoa, changes mind. Down the sideline. The 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Kassessa! Unbelievable! Did you see that? Kassessa! Not to be a buzzkill, but what's Kassessa? We're glad you asked that. Kassessa, it's a catchy word for earning cash. Free Kassessa checking rewards you in cash each month. Kassessa, brought to you by Three Rivers Bank of Montana, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. An Army-Navy salute to Whitefish Winter Carnival 2020. And Army-Navy is also saluting their great customers with an extra 20% off, store-wide, no exceptions, through February 15th. That's an extra 20% off, no exceptions, at both stores, Kalispell and Whitefish, through February 15th. Prepare to save at Army-Navy. Get out! Get out! Kalispell and Whitefish. Get out! Man, I just got the sweetest new truck at Sensible Auto Sales in Evergreen. Isn't that the place that comes with a free warranty? It for sure is, but I got even more than that. I got hooked up with the Maintenance Plus program. That comes with even better perks like free quarterly oil changes, 24-month mechanical breakdown coverage, a buy three tires, get one free offer, even debt cancellation coverage in the event my rig gets totaled. Really? Where is that again? Get the Maintenance Plus on your next vehicle at Sensible Auto Sales, where they are the bank and you are approved across from Super One Foods and Evergreen. Back to the Snappy Sports Center broadcast booth and Anthony Knockreiner. What a game. 56-52. The Bravettes hold on to a win and get a huge conference win over the Lady Bulldogs. Again, a lot to take away from that game. Like You could give the player the game award to a couple players. Uh, Jenna Johnson's one of them. Bridget Crowley is another. But I'll tell you what, Jenna Johnson with 22 points. Crowley with 9. Maddie Moy with 8. Cantor had 4. And Akila Kubi had eight as well. Uh, Molly Winters with a big two as well. So, like I said, a big win for the Bravettes as they now move to four and ten on the season, and they move to three and seven in conference play. Leading scores for the Butte Lady Bulldogs. Uh, Carpenter finished with 13. Uh, Tutty had 14 points as well. Haley Heron had 10 as well. That's going to do it for us here on the postgame. 
Uh, we got more pregame coming up. We will probably also have a special guest as well. And so we'll do that here in about six minutes. I'm going to take a quick break. We come back to the Beavers Bank pregame show, and we get you ready for Braves basketball on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. 